Uh, I, I just have to say, thank God for Rachel Bausch and her leadership of our early childhood and all of our early childhood staff. I'm a, I'm a dad of three kids, and I couldn't get three kids to sit in straight lines at that age, or ex- and I don't know how they do it with a whole crew of kids, but uh, thank God for gifted, uh, gifted educators. Uh, when I was a kid myself, um, I, had, I always had a really messy room. Anyone else remember having a messy room when they were a kid? Um, and I remember my parents, uh, you know, telling me to clean it up and there, there were papers from school all over and, and books all over and then, and then lots of clothes all over that uh, were, just, were just lying around and piled around and, and I never minded it. I didn't understand what the big deal was about having a, having a messy room. Like, what's the big deal? It didn't seem like a problem to me. Uh, so I was pretty content to be in my room while it was pretty messy. Um, but I do remember that although I was fine with my room during the day, Something would happen at night. My parents would come in and they would say goodnight and they would tuck me in and they'd give me a kiss and, and they would leave the room. And when they would leave, they'd, they'd reach up and they'd flip off my light and my room would get dark. And suddenly things in my room would change. Have you ever experienced this before? I'd start looking around my room. And suddenly, the, the, the clothes that were piled on a dresser, on the chair, on the floor, I'd, I'd look at them, and, and they no longer look like clothes. They look like something else. They, they would transform into something that looked kind of scary. And uh, the crazy thing was that I, I knew what was there. I saw it during the daytime, and it wasn't scary, but, but suddenly at night, it looked scary. But instead of getting up out of my bed and running to the light switch and turning on just to make sure that it's only clothes, instead, do you know what I would do? I'd stay in my bed, and I'd look at it, and then I'd close my eyes, and then when I got really scared, I'd, I'd pull the covers up under my, over my, uh, my head and just shiver in bed, and eventually I would fall asleep, probably due to oxygen deprivation, being under my covers, uh, and I would fall asleep, and I'd wake up in the morning, and I would see, oh, it's just my sweatshirt and my shoe, and it's, it's, it's no big deal. See, I was fine with everything when it was light, and my room was not scary in the light, but suddenly in the dark, things changed. Other things in life work like this too. Things change in the dark. You can think about your, your yard, maybe a, a yard where you or your kids play. It's a safe place. It's a, it's a place where you can just be, and you can feel free, and you're, you don't have a care in the world at daytime when it's light, that is, but suddenly at night, it changes, and your yard no longer feels like a, an easy, safe place to be. It can suddenly be a little scary. Or even people, it works with people, people you know and love, suddenly in the dark, they can look a little scary. Now it's scary, we should take that away. Um, you know, what's, what's weird though about um, darkness is, is not just that it makes things look weird, but, but there's a very real concern when we're in the darkness, and that is that we can't fully see what's around us, and so we make ourselves vulnerable when we're in the dark. You can't see everything going on. You don't know what might be out there. And so in a very real way, um, sometimes it's just innocent stuff that, that seems scary. But there's also a real risk when you're living in the dark. Because you don't know what's out there. You can't see it. In, in a very real way, but in kind of a different way, our world is a dark place. Uh, we live in a world where um, things happen, random things happen, where people do things to each other, they hurt one another. Um, life can sometimes in this dark world be, be terrifying, and, and there's no question that we are vulnerable, and sometimes that can make us afraid. 
You think about what's just gone on in France, people gathered in a Christmas market and um, things happening there, or, or you can think about what happens every holiday season with, with drunk drivers or, or just the kinds of other random things that can happen living in a dark world like ours. But what we've heard tonight, and we've heard enough from our preschoolers to know that, that Jesus came into this world to bring us hope, to bring us joy, to bring us light, and to remind us that we don't have to be afraid. Uh, see, long before Jesus came, that was part of the promise that came with Jesus, that when he would come, when the Messiah would come, we would get this promise delivered by God that we would no longer have to be afraid, no matter how dark our world would be. And there was a man named Jeremiah, he was a prophet, and, um, and he, he spoke about this, speaking the very words of God, and, and he made this promise that when you're in a relationship with God, specifically when you're in a relationship with God's Messiah, Jesus, you'll never have to be afraid again. But in Jeremiah's day, it was, it was a dark time, it was a scary time. In fact, I want you to listen to Jeremiah chapter 30, it, it describes how dark things were. It says, cries of fear are heard, terror not peace. Ask and see. Can a man bear children? Can a man bear children? Last time I checked, no. Um, But Jeremiah says, ask and see. Can a man bear children? Then why do I see every strong man with his hands on his stomach like a woman in labor, every face turned deathly pale? Jeremiah is talking about a time that is really scary in their country, where, where even the strongest men are terrified, their faces are pale, and, and they're so afraid that they're grabbing their stomachs, their stomachs hurt out of fear for what's going on. He says, how awful that day will be like no other, it will bring trouble for Jacob, but, but he, the people of God, will be saved out of it. In that day, declares the Lord Almighty, I will break the yoke off their necks and I will tear off their bonds, which means no longer will foreigners enslave them. Instead, in that day, my people will serve their Lord, their God, and David, their king, whom I will raise up for them. It's it's a promise of the coming of the Messiah. And God says, there'll be times when things are scary so that even strong men are terrified. But God is saying that when, when the Messiah comes, when Jesus comes, we'll no longer have to be afraid. And, and here's how he makes it so clear. He goes on in Jeremiah 30, and look at these words. He says, so do not be afraid, Jacob, my servant. He's talking to his people. Do not be dismayed, Israel, declares the Lord. I will surely save you out of a distant place. Your descendants from their land, uh, from the land of their exile. And he says, Jacob, my people will again have peace and security, and no one will make them afraid. I am with you and I will save you, declares the Lord. See, I I love this promise from scripture because it doesn't cover over the fact that there will be times in our our lives, there'll be times in the world that we're living in where things get dark and they get scary, where we have every right to be afraid. But in the middle of that, I love this promise that, that when we have Jesus with us, we never again have to be afraid, that nothing will be able to make us afraid. And you may be wondering, um, you know, how can that be? If, if things are scary, why wouldn't we be afraid? And, and God tells us through Jeremiah, he says, because I am with you and I will save you. See, that's what you need to know tonight, that no matter what, no matter how dark it gets, you have a God who is with you. 
you were never alone. So that applies to your room when you're sitting there in the dark and the lights are off and you're afraid and your parents are gone and you're not sure what you're seeing in the chair. You can know that God is with you and it also applies to the other moments of life when things get dark. When you're facing a cancer diagnosis and you're, you're just not sure what's in your future, you're, you're not sure how it's all gonna turn out or you're, you're facing a challenging relationship or you're just in a season of life where you're feeling insignificant or unloved. When things are dark, you can know that you're not alone, that God is, is with you. He's proven it by giving Jesus to you. And, and if we can just be aware of that, that we are not alone, even in the darkness, that we are not on our own, we are not abandoned, but God is with us. His presence can give us great reassurance. But you see, it's not just that. It's not just that he's with us. It's also that he's with us, but he came to save us, that he's a God of power and might. Jesus' name, in fact, means God saves. That's, that's his whole purpose, not just to be with us in the darkness, not just to stand with us as we get bowled over by the evil that, that might be around us, but Jesus came into the world to be with us and to save us. See, nothing, again, when you know Jesus, has the power to make you afraid. I, I had a friend a few years ago, um, and she spent her whole life working in a church, and she was far along in a cancer diagnosis, and she was facing death. And um, as she was facing death, she wanted to read about what heaven might look like for her. And so she went to the book of Revelations, which is the last book of the Bible, and it kind of talks about these heavenly images. And she started reading the book of Revelation. And, and I came over to visit her, went over to her house to visit her. And, uh, and, and she asked me, she said, Deanne, you're, you're a pastor, and I've worked in the church my whole life. And I, I want to know what heaven looks like, but I'm reading the book of Revelation, and I'm terrified by what I'm reading. In fact, I'm terrified by how Jesus is described and, and she told me what she meant because in the book of Revelation, they describe Jesus and, and sometimes the pictures of Jesus are of a man with white hair that looks like shining wool and his eyes are like lightning and his tongue is like a sword. And she's saying, this is not the picture of Jesus that I used to teach kids you know, in church of, of this loving shepherd who's, who loves us and cares for us. She, she, didn't, she was struggling with, you know, what's this picture all about? And uh, I myself took a minute to kind of just figure that out. And, and, and here's what I've come to realize even in the years since. That, that all of us need both of those pictures of Jesus. That it's good to have the picture of Jesus as a shepherd who loves us and walks with us and cares for us and he's tender and he's kind. That's true of who Jesus is. But it's also important that we keep with us the picture of this other Jesus. This Jesus who is powerful, who is mighty, who came into the world not just to be tender but came into the world to conquer everything that has the power of making us afraid. And so this Advent, this Christmas, as we live in a world that is sometimes dark and as we face things that are sometimes terrifying, I want you to keep in mind both pictures of Jesus, the, the tender infant lying in a manger who would grow up to be a shepherd like no other, a, a shepherd who would help lost people find their way, who would be good and kind but I want you to hold close to you this other picture of Jesus who is returning someday, a Jesus of power and might, a Jesus who has dominion and authority over everything that could otherwise make us afraid. Because the prophet Jeremiah, he wasn't just speaking with hyperbole, his words were true, that when you are in a relationship with Jesus, when you know Jesus, 
No matter how dark things get, no matter how scary things get, nothing again has the power to make you afraid. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for giving us Jesus, that holy infant tender and mild. We thank you for his kindness and his compassion, his love and his mercy. But we thank you also for his power that we now have the promise of a God who is with us, who loves us, but a God who is mighty, who came to save us. And so God, tonight, speak into our darkness, whatever darkness we find ourselves in, and remind us that you are present through Jesus and that you came to save us and that whatever might otherwise terrify us now because of Jesus, we can claim the promise that nothing has the power to now make us afraid. Help us live as conquerors, victorious, above fear, because of who Jesus is and what he came to do for us. It's in his name that we pray. Amen.